Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Hi! Hi! How's your week going? Oh, it's fine. It's I'm deep in the Ohio slumps. The Ohio winter slumps, you know. Oh, hey, don't move around as much because it is picking up every time it hits your um your collar, <laughs> your microphone. And so I'll just stand like this the whole time. Or maybe if you hold it like this, try it like that. Hello. That's, I think that's better if, as long as you're not like picking it up and moving it and stuff. Okay. I'm too much of a spaz. This is <laughs> like, I talk like people can, I, I'm, you know what? I don't know what it is. Cause I don't have, I know it's like not just Italians, but I don't have any Italian background, you know, yeah. and I'm such a hand talker. Yeah, you are. And I don't know what it is. Like this is yeah. why for work I have to have the camera on or else I feel like I'm not communicating with people. <laughs> you yeah, you must just be really visual. I am. I think it is actually <laughs> I think I'm just not confident enough in my senses to rely on one of them, so I have to rely on many of them. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. It's a shortcoming. <laughs> No, it's not. It's good. You have good communication. I feel like talking with your hands is being a really good over communicator. Yeah, a good over communicator. So there's bad over communicators, right? Yeah, but I just mean like, like if you were to go to a country where you couldn't speak the language, (laughs) you could find a way to get them to understand what you needed. That's such a great compliment. I love it. And you've probably been in that situation, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and I always thought they understood me. So time will tell. They probably did. Maybe we'll get some listener feedback. Um, I was your roommate when you lived in Spain, and I did not understand anything you said. <laughs> the one person who well, lived us from the Ukraine. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my gosh. This is kind of random. I was... I think I told you last week I was going through all of my stuff in the basement. Yeah. And I found all these old letters and communications I had saved. Mm-hmm. And I had a letter from a Japanese roommate I had while living in Spain. Her, oh, wow. Yeah. her And I was there for half a year. She was only there for half of the time I was there. Her name was Kokomo. And it was like the cutest letter of all time. She was like, you know, I know that we didn't hang out every day, but she had these really sweet memories of how me and my other American friends that traveled with me, we would include her in all this stuff and we'd take her out to bars and she didn't speak English and her Spanish wasn't good at all. Yeah. (laughs) Our communication was really not great, but (laughs) Like, what are the cutest memories she had? She's like, she she remembered um, 
smoking hookah with us on the patio and drinking beer. And she was like, thank you so much for including me in this. And I'm like, that's sweet because my memory is my Spanish mom came home and ripped me a new one because we had made this huge mess in her house. Oh my gosh. Is this the same Spanish mom who tried to tell you to treat a UTI with sticking garlic up inside of you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was a yeast infection. <laughs> Did that advice come before or after she got really mad at you? <laughs> you know what? That's a really good. I haven't thought about that before. It was probably after. <laughs> stick some garlic up there. You'll be fine. Just stick some garlic up there. Get rid of the evil spirits. <laughs> Seriously. I believe that's all I did for three months. <laughs> you have had a lot of good experiences with raw garlic fighting off things. You know what? It's true. Every single time I have a cold or anything, I have like, well, not anything, but anything like a cold, I usually just have garlic and it changes everything for me. I like have we talked everything. about have we talked about yet on the pod how you crunched chewed garlic to prove to us? <laughs> Marco Polo that you had no sense of taste when you had COVID? I don't think so. That is like so epic. Like we need to go back and find that video and and save it because I'm like afraid it'll get lost. And it was just so epic. Like you take the garlic and it makes this like apple sound in your mouth. (laughs) Like you remember in Pinocchio when Stromboli eats the raw onion like an apple? You remember this? Yes. Oh my gosh. It was like that juicy, crunchy smell uh, sound. And you're like, yep, nothing. I take thing. You know, yeah. Well, and that's basically how it was. It was like eating a crunchy, it was like, I guess like celery because you don't, but not even because you don't taste anything like a, like a water chestnut, you know, there's no flavor. It's raw, like a, Clove of garlic was like a water chestnut. Yes. Wow. But see, that was our joke is that maybe that was like God, that wasn't like a bad side effect of COVID. That was God building into it the trick to cure it. <laughs> you just eat raw garlic and it doesn't even bother you. <laughs> you um did you watch that John Christ video where he was like talking about how homeschool moms had cured COVID months ago with all their essential oils? <laughs> oil? I don't think I saw that one. I, I've loved his videos. Did you see his one where he has the bowl cut? Yeah. <laughs> I was like dying. Was it a real haircut or was it a wig? I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him for that to be his real hair. That's what I thought. I was like, be more on brand for John Chris to have cut his hair permanently this way. <laughs> just for a bit. I just need to thank you for introducing me to him as a comedian because I think he's hilarious. And everything, like all of his country music videos, every single, or real life country music videos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every time they come out, I die. I just think they're the funniest things. He's he's so fresh. Like I just feel like the content he puts out is very unique. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's true to himself. So okay, so I have the topic right. Yes. And I kept um, I kept thinking about it today because I was like, oh crap, I have the topic, and 
I have no idea what to talk about. And then I was like, well, I think I'll go with a rule that Jason and I made for ourselves early in marriage that has honestly been so clutch for like, I would, I would give this advice to anyone embarking on parenthood together, but I really think marriage in general, like I really think anyone can, can benefit from this rule, but especially if you're married and living with someone every day. And then especially if you are raising children together, but this rule is never talk about how tired you are. (laughs) (sighs) Sorry. I just like, I had to gasp because you've actually told me this before. And it is something that I have applied to my own life. You've told me this, you told me it years ago. Yeah, we can't, we like realized that it was a survival. Like we realized it was the root of all of our fights when we had, we had just had our second kid. So like our first kid was like parent honeymoon. We were so in love with each other and parenting. And I think because it came like so quickly on the heels of getting married, we were just like in general honeymoon still. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like, that was fine. But then when we had our second kid and Jason was in the MBA and we were new homeowners and we were trying to like just keep everything juggled and, you know, in the air, um, that was when <laughs> shit really started to hit the fan. And it was like, <laughs> like every fight we would start with like one of us complaining about how tired we were. And then it would like trigger the other person to just feel resentful and bitter about like, well, I'm tired. You think you tired like I'm way more tired than you how dare you like I like it just it, it was it would snowball and at the very least like the most positive thing the most positive bad side effect of it is that it makes you feel worse like if you are tired and you talk about how tired you are it makes you feel more tired so you just feel crappier and like more like pitying yourself and it's like, even if it doesn't really piss off your partner, the very least, it just makes you feel worse. Did you just call that the most positive side of positive, yeah. positive side? <laughs> so the reason I came up with the, I mean, the reason I decided to share this tonight is because I am really tired. <laughs> I, I have, um, I've been really struggling with like, um, I don't think it's like, I'll fall asleep really easily if I go to bed early. Like I could go to bed right now and like pass out and I'll sleep really great till like two in the morning and I'll wake up to go to the bathroom and then I just like toss and turn and I listen to um, like audible like books, um, audio books when I'm trying to fall asleep. And it's just, I'm like addicted to it now. I can't fall asleep without it. (laughs) I like, we'll keep pressing, like you can extend your sleep timer by like 30 minutes. And I literally like keep pressing it, keep pressing it, like waiting to fall back to sleep. And so last night was really bad. Like I was awake, I was awake from like two thirty to five. Oh <laughs> and God. it was so hard. And it's it's hard because it's like, um, see, I'm breaking my rule to share why this rule is important though. <laughs> but but it um it just it is hard because my morning sickness feels a lot worse when I'm really tired. Mm. And it, it's really manageable if I'm not tired. If I'm not tired, I have a good appetite. I have pretty good energy. Like, but if I'm tired, it's just really rough. Like all I want to do is lay on the couch and I just feel gross and bad and everything's disgusting. And yeah. So, but like, (laughs) I, 
I know that Jason is tired too. Like he got up with the puppy. He got up at one point with Beckett. He got up and got all the kids out, out the door for school. Um, without, you know, let me sleep in until the last possible minute. And, you know, I really think that because we like got out of that rut of each of us having to defend to the other person that we were more tired and more entitled to like special treatment or complaining or whatever, like it really does help. Like it helps us to think of the other person. Like I think of him more now you know, even when I'm really tired and I think he has gotten way better at like being like, Oh, you know, like he just doesn't, I don't have to like tell him how tired I am because we don't talk about it anymore. So by that, do you mean like kind of like just how you, um, set it up instead of focusing on how tired you are and like focusing inward on, you know, poor me, oh me, I'm never going to sleep again sort of thing. You are acknowledging the fact that Jason got up with the kids. I got with the puppy. Like, is that what you mean? That it's kind of freed you to just see the other person's sacrifice too? Yeah. And like, he doesn't need me to, like, he got up and just like assumed if I did not spring out of bed that I was tired, you know? And like, I didn't tell him I've been awake since, you know, I, I was awake for three hours in the middle of the night last night. I didn't tell him that until he came home with the kids. I was just like, thank you so much. Like I really need to sleep in. Um, I just think it helps. Yeah. It just helps us to not feel resentful and annoyed and, um, and yeah, just focused on our own. I, I just think that like when you focus on yourself and you are like, poor me and I, I have it worse like that is like a contagious thing. And I think that when, and I, I do think it's something you have to talk about. Like, I don't think it's something that like I could have decided I'm just never going to complain about being tired in front of Jason anymore and see what happens. Like, I think it was important <laughs> for us to like, <laughs> this is I, I, experiment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we, I, I don't think we can underestimate husband's abilities to like not notice things <laughs> when they're tired. Yes. Um, but it was, it was a good, like, we just like made this pact or like, you know what? Um, and I think actually, I think actually when we realized it was like so important, the exact moment, yes, we've been fighting a lot, um, just like squabbling and getting annoyed with each other. Mm-hmm. But then, um, <laughs> I, I have to I have to share the actual story because I think it's hilarious now and <laughs> hope you wouldn't be like hurt and offended but my brother said um he was living in Charlotte and I can't remember if he had gotten married yet or he was just engaged um and we love we love we're, I mean we're super close to my brother and his wife yeah and now they're little kids but like they were not able to have little kids for um you know, they, they got married five years after us and then they started their family like two years later. So, um, so we're like seven years ahead of them with parenthood and, um, they just were so clueless. Like they would come over and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm like, it's Saturday <laughs> afternoon. We're like, like up with kids all night. Like we had to get up at six in the morning on a Saturday because that's when the kids wake up. And you know, yes. like, like Jason, I would be like, <laughs> like we would just like make eye contact with each other and be like 
Like we didn't say anything. We didn't say anything to them about it because like we we probably did the same thing when we before we had kids, you know? Like you just don't yeah. know how how tired you can be um yeah. until you get into that stage in life. And um I think I think you you can be really tired beforehand, but like it's all things you probably could have avoided. That's where it's like really ragey for a parent because you're like I can't control my kid waking up at two in the morning crying to me because he had a bad dream. And then the other kid waking up and throwing up. And then I, and then the other kid waking up at 6am ready to party. Like I can't control that, but you can control like, not binge watching your favorite show. Or, right. Like, not right. drinking two bottles of wine together. Right. Right. I'm exaggerating. But, but like, um, we just, yeah. So we had this talk about it. We were like, you know, it really is just always a bad decision to complain to people about how tired you are. Cause you have no idea what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's a pointless statement to make. Like no one's right. like, no one's do anything for you about it. It's like, Oh, okay. Like you're not three. You can't be put down for a nap. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, um, you know, I don't know. I relate everything you say. It's funny because everything you say is usually related to like true life and parenthood and all this really great nurturing stuff. And then I always relate it to office life. Yeah. Right now, but it's the same thing. Like if somebody, because this happens sometimes when you're in a meeting and somebody starts and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm just so tired. And everybody else is sitting there in the meeting like, have another cup of coffee. We're all here yeah. all day long. You complaining about being tired does nothing for us because like you said, you don't know what other people are going through. And <laughs> most adults are tired for some reason or another. I, I mean, know. Yeah. Like, have you ever been in a phase of your life where you were never tired? like perfectly well rested the majority of your days without stress or any concerns and would just fall asleep when you went to bed and wake up when you wanted and college college okay well college yeah college because you didn't understand what real stress was yet at least I didn't you know the the biggest stress was getting up in time to get to the cafeteria before they stopped making omelets on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> which is like twelve o'clock or twelve thirty. Right, right. Get up and get dressed and be down there before they close the calf. Yeah, yeah. So I think I remember the first time you told me about this rule, and I think I had sent you like a meme on Instagram or something like that, and it would have been. Right around this time, like probably right when you had Henry, right? Mm. And the meme was, it was like a coffee cup. I think that's all it was. It was a picture of a coffee cup. And it said, um, you have just as many hours in the day as Beyonce. Yeah. You remember that? And I was like, oh, yeah, you can do whatever. Like, not you personally, but just like, yeah. like I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We have just as many days in that or hours in the day as Beyonce. And you're like. Okay, but she has two nannies and a cook and a house cleaner <laughs> and like all this yeah. stuff. And you listed it off to me, and I was like, oh. and then somehow that sparked how you introduced me to this like, never say how tired you are, especially around parents. And that was the way you presented it to me, too. It wasn't just like in general, but especially yeah. around parents. 
never talk about how tired you are. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like any of our listeners who don't have kids, including you, Liz, like when you do have kids, you will be like, you'll think back to this moment and be like, hell yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think where it's so frustrating with kids is you have so much anxiety, right? Like you can't just ignore your kid crying in the middle of the night. You can't just turn off your... um monitor to be able to hear them in their room you know so like or it, you have to be like really far gone <laughs> to get to that <laughs> it, can, it can happen um but like <laughs> I, I like there's a story there <laughs> um but I I just I do think that like um yeah people can tell when you're tired oh no that's what I was gonna say is um what's hard is when you are a parent like there is nothing so bad as being in like a really deep restorative sleep and then being jarred out of it <laughs> and having like no choice. Like you're just like, all right, here we go. Like, you know, it's not like you woke up to pee and then you can't fall back to sleep. It's like, it is just a whole different level of suffering. <laughs> you're just like, ah, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, it happens when you have a dog too. Like it, when you have a puppy that that can happen, or, you know, but like it happens on the reg when you have babies and toddlers and, but yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say is like, if you're really tired and you come on here and you don't say anything to me about how tired you are, I'm going to be able to tell you're really tired. Like right. if you're really, really tired, there's going to be a noticeable physical difference, even if you're trying not to show it. So you don't have to like announce it to everyone. You know, like I'm really gassy I'm really hungry like, I'm really tired because <laughs> if you're gassy I'm gonna know that one too yeah people will know oh my gosh I told I told someone your thing um one of Jason's friends came over to hang out with him and he was he had this like crazy facial hair thing going on his hair was all wild he works for a bank and he's like Oh man, this is living the life, you know. It's gonna, it's gonna be a really bad reentry when everything goes back to the office. And I was like, uh, my cousin is like, people are gonna, they're gonna be like in person meetings and farting and realizing, oh crap, everyone can smell it. Everyone can smell it. Everyone can hear it. Oh my gosh! Even if it's silent, like you probably fart all the time on Zoom calls, and you're like, oh, no one can hear. Smell it like yummy. The, that, like there really will be people who do that like out of habit, and it's oh, going to yeah. be a rude awakening. Oh, a very rude awakening. Did he agree or was oh, he yes, like he oh, okay? Happy. He was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. I I wanted you to end this with like, but then he looked at me and was like, you have a very rude cousin. <laughs> well, she was clearly homeschooled. She farts on Zoom meetings. You didn't learn how to control that? Oh my gosh. What kind of functioning adult does she think she is? I mean, we'll never know, right? If anyone else is farting. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so the tired thing, I um I have to share a Gwen story. This is like kind of the opposite thing. Okay. So, and I'm just curious what you think about this. Well, okay. So I guess to add on to the rule, like you just remind me of this because you were saying you would never really tell someone 
you know, just entering a, a hangout with a bunch of people and everybody's trying to, hey, how are you? You know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe you go to a book club and you're trying to be yeah. social and just really bring everyone down by being like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't wait to go home because then everybody yeah, else Yeah, totally. Like, and there's nothing to okay, like, about with it. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. Tired. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... Um, and then to your point too, like if you're really tired or something's going wrong or going on with you or something, you can generally tell with your yeah. friends. And then just like understand, you know, oh my gosh, like you, are you okay? Oh, I'm really tired. Oh, okay. I get it. You know, but it's not like the excuse. Yeah. So, but I feel like there's a polite way to do that. Right. And so we were just down, uh, we took a long weekend, Thursday, Sunday, uh, my husband's parents are snowboarding down in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so we just went to go visit them um, at their condo for the weekend. We got really cheap flights because it's super easy to fly right now. And my mother-in-law kept doing things where like we would be somewhere hanging out with some people and she'd be like, she'd come over and, you know, grab me around the shoulders and be like, oh, we have to go. These kids are so hungry or like something where I hadn't said anything at all. And I was like, mm, but I'm not, you know, like you can't yeah. use me as an excuse for you. And then this was the one weird thing I did. We were all hanging out with his parents, his aunt and uncle, his cousins, like they were all down there and we're hanging out. And at one point, my mother-in-law looks at me across the table out of nowhere. And she's like, you must be so tired. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm not. And you do this to me all the time, (laughs) like in front of everyone. Yeah, that's not a good way to do it. No, that's not the way to do it. Because I was like, why must I be so tired? I slept in this morning. I'm not working. I'm on vacation. I've done literally nothing all day long. So if you're tired and you look at me and go, you must be so tired, just call yourself out. Go ahead and just say you want to go home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally what that was. (laughs) But I did make it weird and I called her out and the table got really quiet. You're so mean. I know. I'm working on it though. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. No, I think, yeah, I think a good way would be like just to ask, hey, are you all right? Is everything okay? Like if you really are like, I think Liz is like under the weather or she's not doing good. And I actually have a friend who does this to me and it's amazing. Like she'll be like, are you okay? Is everything like all right with you? And it's always this time of year. Because I always, and don't like, don't hate me because I'm such a Southerner and I only have like three weeks left of winter at this point, but like I, it gets a lot for me (laughs) and it's like high of 51 here. like, But like the rainy days, it rains a lot here during January through March and it's like cloudy and it just is gloomy and nothing looks pretty and there's no green and we don't get snow. Like we don't get any fun snow. Most of the time we get snow maybe once a year. Yeah. And it hasn't happened down here this year, but, um, but yeah, I always get so depressed and like just cranky and, and just tired of life. And so my friend Camille is like without fail. It has happened like every year. She'll be like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, are we okay in our friendship? Like, I don't know. You just don't seem like yourself. And I'm like, oh, it's this again. <laughs> she is now like our joke. Now she does it as a joke, but. 
but it but really that's does because it makes you know it doesn't put you on the spot whereas like sometimes if you go up to someone and you're like wow you look really tired you're like oh yeah. thanks you're telling me I look like shit <laughs> yeah don't do that either people don't tell people they look tired and don't by you being tired <laughs> right wow did you sleep at all last night oh my god yeah. those bags carry any more groceries holy where did you learn that one I just came up with that. <laughs> I'm so funny. Send that into John Christ for the next homeschool bit he has. Did you see his? He posted today. It was like anniversary of the best joke I've ever come up with. And it was like. <laughs> I need to look that up. Somebody's store and they called it Quick Alterations. And he was like, why would you not call this Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> and he was so proud of himself i'm proud of him oh my gosh <laughs> <It's> hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious oh gosh God. you know john christ he's great he, he is he, he's a he's a wonderful little gleam of sunshine in this awful seasonal depression that we're going through <laughs> yes <laughs> So that's it, people. That's the rule. Follow John Christ on Instagram and don't tell anyone how tired you are. <laughs> hashtag John Christ Instagram. I don't, I wish I could come up with clever hashtags right now. I don't know. Lots of hashtags. Go look them up. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably hire someone to do that for us. Oh, yeah. With all of our money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, li- I like that a lot because I guess. If you try to take it to a little bit of a deeper level, when you just immediately are projecting to somebody about how tired you are, Mm -hmm. then to your point where you're like, you're not acknowledging that people around you could be going through more, you know, and you're being too self-absorbed. Right. Right. Where like all of us have gone through days where we got, three hours of sleep or we did this or or whatever, but you, I mean, that's something that you learn how to get through and you have an extra cup of coffee and you learn how to bite your tongue. And you know, it's, it's something that you can do. It's not tragic (laughs) in as tragic as it seems at the moment. So by just automatically excusing anything you do for that day by, Oh my gosh, I'm just so tired. Like I can't, interact with you. I'm going to be really bad at this workout class, whatever, like creating that excuse for yourself almost by saying, it's okay. Cause I'm really tired and I'm going through this and I'm letting you know as my excuse for what's happening. It's like, well, maybe they have a bigger excuse and maybe you're just being too, too, uh, you know, wallowing in, in whatever you're going through right then. I never thought about it as being like, yeah, when you talk about being tired, you're really just giving people an excuse, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And that's totally correct. So maybe that is why it just triggers people instantly. Like, I think everyone kind of bristles or feels like, okay, like, what do I do about that? <laughs> I know. Right. Like, like there's I'm, no... I mean, I'm really sorry. Like, obviously, right. that's awful and it sucks and it, it's but not fun. <laughs> the funniest reaction is if you're like, oh, why? <laughs> They try to turn it into a conversation, like it's so hard to make it yeah. like a nice, like chat, and it, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I was trying to count sheep. <laughs> I was really absorbed by my book. So, I don't know. And especially as somebody who's not a parent, when I'm really tired, the u- the reasons are usually because I choose to get up for an early morning workout. It's like, that's a choice I make, right? Or I choose to have an extra glass of wine at night, which means yeah. it's more difficult to me to sleep because I'm in you know, 30 year old now, so can't sleep after wine or, or, (laughs) or, and and this is something that I've learned for myself as a choice because I've learned how to break out of it a bit, but I've let myself get too absorbed with work. And Mm. so I can't turn that off. And so I'm just constantly thinking about it. And that one, I mean, that's difficult because everybody's situation is different, right? Yeah. But for me personally, being in an office environment where I'm not saving lives, you know, I went through a time where it was really difficult for me to turn off work life when I got to home life. And then that would also cause me like lose a lot of sleep. But I learned how, which was still a choice to realize that that was something I could learn how to do. I learned how to like take care of myself and still be able to push that aside. I like that. Well, and, and now that you're talking about this, it's actually kind of funny to me because there is something like <laughs> I said this years ago, but you got married and then you ended up marrying someone with restless leg syndrome. So there <laughs> are situations where it's not your fault that you're tired in the morning, <laughs> I even know. though he has it under control now, right? Like, no, no, actually David didn't like sleep at all last night. Oh, poor and David. I know. And, you know, interestingly enough, <laughs> so I I told David, I've been telling him for the last couple of months, I'm like, I feel like we're almost too close because we're to the point where we could both be laying completely still in bed and we know when the other person's awake. Are you and Jason yeah. the same way? I think, yeah, probably. We haven't talked about it, but yeah, I can usually tell when he's awake. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like, it I'm keeps- awake. It keeps us awake, mm. you know. So, so and that's so like, sweet, though. I like that. It is, except for I didn't sleep at all last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, and that wasn't your fault. Like, no, it wasn't. And he had like RLS really bad. But then, you know, I think it's interesting because I think David and I have come to the same rule without talking about it. We're like. He knows I didn't sleep last night, but I also know he didn't sleep last night because of his RLS. And so we're both just a little bit more cognizant and gracious to each other during the day. But it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't make dinner because I know that he's so tired, but he still did all the laundry all day long, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so, no. And that's where it's like, I think it's probably, it was selfish of me seven years ago or whenever to be like, don't ever tell a parent that they're tired because there are, yeah, like there are lots of, as you get older, I think, I think when you're in your twenties, those are fewer and farther between. Mm-hmm. But I think, I do think as you get older, there are lots of situations that like, yeah, it sucks and it's not really in your control. And um, usually it's like related to health, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you just have no idea how tired other people are. And it's just yeah. not a great idea to talk about it. As you're you can just yawning. Yawn a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, 
people to, if you want people to pity you, you can just yawn dramatically. <laughs> We're like, oh, don't tell people how tired you are. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. <laughs> oh, can you tell? I thought I hit it so well. Uh, no, it is. It's a really good rule, though, because um, I think. It, it just makes me think everything that we just talked about, I think, is good to keep in mind. And I think there is an underlying theme that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks. It seems to keep popping up. You never know what everyone else around you is going through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is kind of the common thread of like your narrative's one sided. Like just because it's your truth doesn't mean it's the truth. And mm-hmm. yeah. I like it. Me too. Good rule. I really, I really look forward to the weeks when it's your decision or it's like your turn to choose the rule because I'm always like, what is it going to be about? I look forward to, I honestly look forward to the weeks you're doing it. (laughs) So it's a good thing we, we kind of came up with this where we just take turns because it's good. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I keep being afraid I'm going to repeat one that I already did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I almost I did I already did that right oh yeah one time that's okay though <laughs> it's all right there's you know it's it's a good thing to remember a rule even if we've only no one was episodes. listening to our podcast back then now that we have 13 listeners 13 what let's, let's get you all caught up 30 percent more I know Amazing. Wow. I mean, yeah, if you focus on the percentage, it's much better. So totally. All right. Well, on that note, I hope that you sleep really well tonight. You too. I'm gonna take Unisom. Unisom? What's that? Oh my gosh, you don't take Unisom? Oh my god. Um, Do you like know anything? Yeah. <laughs> my doctor, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I just started taking it this pregnancy. I, I always used to take Benadryl wanting to sleep because melatonin, as you guys have pointed out too, well, it doesn't give me nightmares, but it, I, I either wake up groggy or I, um, I don't know. It just, it's not like perfect. It's hard to figure out the exact amount I need and and it is habit forming melatonin is because it messes with your body's natural production of melatonin, I think, mm. or they, they think it might, but, um, you know, taking a Benadryl is not habit forming, has no permanent addictive, uh, effects on the body. So they actually recommend pregnant women to take it, but Unisom is a basically the same active ingredient as Benadryl, but it doesn't affect you with congestion. Like it's not a decongestant or anything. So it's not like a cold medicine. It's just for sleep, but it's also non-habit forming. It's really mild. And um, yeah, my doctor told me to take it as like first trimester of pregnancy and um, said it's a class, what do they call it? Class A or class one drug where they have studied it in numer- in a large amounts of pregnancies. And there's no side effects. Um so yeah, it's good. It's a good one though, because it helps you, it just helps you fall asleep really fast. Unisom. So yeah. It's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll have to check that out. It, I feel like for Unisom, you could do uh, you know, like a subtitle, Unisom, 
has been studied more than the COVID vaccine. <laughs> you would probably shut down. <laughs> JK, JK, I'm just, I just thought it was funny. Do not, not triggering anyone. No offense meant. <laughs> we can't talk about stuff like that, Liz. I know. Well, I didn't say it's good or bad. I was just giving it its subtitle. <laughs> I know, but I think that the, yeah, I think that's what's like a little concerning right now. Is I feel like the culture is like, there's only one way to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But yeah, yeah, they could, they could do that. It has been heavily studied. So if you're looking for something that won't give you nightmares and just helps you fall asleep pretty quickly, it's a good one. I like it. I'm going to look it up. All right. Well, I love you. I hope you sleep well. You too. Good night. Sweet dreams. I'm sorry. I did not notice how tired you looked. You really look fresh. You have good. I actually thought your skin looked really nice. Oh, see, that's so nice. Thank you. (laughs) There's, There's nice ways to acknowledge that others might be a little bit less than 100%. I just throw a compliment in there it'll be it'll be a lot better received <laughs> okay all right I will talk to you later bye love you bye, bye.